Hello everyone, welcome to the International Business Podcast. If you work across time zones, borders and cultures, this is the show for you. I'm Leonardo, founder and host of the show, but let's make it simple and just call me Leo. I'm based in Shanghai and I'm accompanied by two co-hosts, Stefano, based in Paris, and Audrey from San Francisco. Having guests sharing a remarkable experience from their international career is a crucial moment of each episode. Today we go back across the seasons of the show. What episodes did they share? Enjoy. I got one final question now, uh, Zach. Question I ask everyone who comes on the show. I'm sure you have many, many episodes, but I ask you to share one with us. And it can be a successful a funny or even a catastrophic episode? Oh, so I'll tell you, it's, I guess this is a combination of all of those. And this is one of my, my favorite stories. So I, when I was working in India, I worked for this Fortune 1000 company and uh, our market cap at the time was close to $20 billion, right? And I was a little tiny screw in the company. I had had some good successes, but I was working on a very large deal with a very large corporation in India. And it was visible to the CEO of our corporation who had never spoken to me. And he decided he wanted to fly out to meet the, the, uh, the acting CEO uh, of the corporation we were selling to in India. So he, he flew out and I picked him up at the airport and I said to him, you know, uh, my team's prepared a briefing for you on Indian business culture. And um, I think it would be really helpful if you came by, met my team and, and did the briefing. And he said to me, um, Zach, you know, I've done business in a lot of places. I think I can skip the briefing. I, I, I appreciate that, but I think it's really important for you to do this briefing because Indian business culture is, is a little different from other business cultures. And, uh, and he said to me, Zach, I've sold to Germans. I think I can handle the Indians. <laughs> anyway. So we go into this meeting with what's now the biggest corporation in, uh, in India uh, to this beautiful building. And I, I knew the guy, he was the CFO, but he was the acting CEO, not, not the owner, but he's, he was a top guy in this large corporation. And uh, we go into his office. I, I had met him several times and I've been dealing with his people. This was a large, large deal we were working on. And um, my, my CEO thought this was going to be shaking hands and taking a purchase order. And the guy started yelling and brought up some pretty ridiculous things. Like he, he basically pointed at me and he said, you know, Zach thinks that I'm stupid. He's a racist. And, uh, you know, I, I don't like dealing with his team. And he, he goes on and on. And my CEO just completely freaked out. And... Um, I took him from there to meet my team and uh, he started to yell at my team. And my team was all very, you know, I'd been working really, really hard on this deal. And he starts yelling at my team. He says, I don't understand this. I, I might have to fire the whole team and replace you all. I don't understand what's going on. And he, he completely, he completely lost it. And then he goes back to the airport and in the negotiations, we, we probably lost three or $4 million off of that disruption in my team. Anyway, I see the CEO of this company uh, a week later in the hallway and he looks at me and he waves me over and he's laughing and he goes, your CEO is a baby. 
who made him CEO of a company? Doesn't he understand negotiating tactics? So that was, uh, that was my, that's probably my fun, my favorite story about business. I will never forget uh, my most ambitious, if I can say so, project, uh, which can be called one of the most successful, perhaps, moment in my international career. Uh, when I was still working on the Russian market, I got a chance to lead a project uh, devoted to the event organization uh, that was focused on planning and um, uh, an international conference within the art and design industry. And uh, I had to create from scratch the project idea, uh, the entire content for a competition uh, that was curated by international organization that is called Cumulus. And then I had to submit it to Cumulus for a later evaluation. So it was quite a difficult project for me because uh, at that time I didn't have such a clear understanding of how to organize an event for more than 1000 people from around the globe. And actually the task was not a clear order of what needs to be done, but rather something like, okay, Daria, please be creative. We need to win. So I spent around like uh, three or four months working on a business plan and then uh, the content itself. And at the end, my organization won a very strong international competition among hundreds uh, of the universities located worldwide and was shortlisted as a Cumulus Conference cost uh, in 2020. And it was a very massive celebration afterwards. I believe that there are many, many, many stories to share, but I would like to share one, I would say like kind of funny, funny story to share with, with all the international professionals on the podcast. It was 10 years ago, more than 10 years ago, when I started in, in Acros Logistics, I was uh, in Spain before, and it was one of my first trips to China. By the time I was in my late twenties, I'm now almost forty, and was for my first one of my first trips, business trips. I came with my boss, so I wanted to give a very good impression. It, who is, it's my still my current boss, in back in Spain, the CEO. So we came here to China, and we had a dinner together, you know, with uh, some some partners. It was a typical Chinese dinner that you can you can imagine and you can have in your head right now. They start to, you know, to bring food and dishes and more dishes and more dishes. And it was my first, one of my first trips. I was new in Asia. I wanted to, you know, to give a good impression to everyone. And, you know, my parents, they taught me that everything is in the dish. You need to finish. You know, you have to be a very well-educated boy, right? So you need to finish. So they would bring food and food, and then I was eating and eating and eating. I like it actually. And as much as as I was eating and finishing my dishes, they would bring more food, Leo. You know, so it was like kind of crazy, you know. So after nearly two hours eating, it got to some point, you know, that I told to my boss, "Hey, I I really cannot eat anything else." I really cannot eat anything else, you know, because I, I, I will, you know, we will have to go to a hospital, you know, because I cannot, I cannot eat it, you know. And it was kind of hard for me because I thought you don't finish all the food, you know, it's, it, it, it can give a bad impression to you, also to your Chinese partner. But uh, on that day, I learned how cultures uh, uh, work different, right? And, 
And I learned, of course, that uh, nowadays still in China, it's, you know, the host should bring as, as much food as they can, you know, to, to appreciate the visit and everything, you know. So anyways, I, I've learned a, a very, you know, a very good lesson on, on, that, on that day about the cultural differences between two different countries like, let's say, China, China and Spain. Going back to what I was saying about China and, um, you know, the way you work there, how you have to be ready. Um, I think one of the most memorable days I had when I, ju I just moved to, to Shanghai and it was uh, 2010. So there was the expo that year and um, I was working in the, for this uh, consultancy firm and they were collaborating with um, the Italian pavilion. And uh, there were these people from Milan that were coming to visit, pretty important people, let's say. And they needed somebody that could help them and guide them in Shanghai and uh, do business visits, etc. And I literally arrived two days earlier in Shanghai uh, for the very first time. But I was the person who was supposed to guide them around. So I pretended to be a local, you know, but at the same time, I was texting my colleagues that were telling me like where to go, what to do, because maybe they were asking me, okay, I would like to visit this and that. How do we get there? And I didn't even know what they were talking about. But in the end, I managed. And I think that was the start of my career there that really gave me the the idea of how things are in China and how you have to, to be to, to get on there. You can find the podcast on all the major platforms. Make sure to subscribe. Do not miss the weekly episodes. And are you an international professional? Connect with us on LinkedIn to come on the show. For now, cheers.